calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Devoted fans of the LUQ eagerly wait on bated breath for the new season to take flight. New teams are forming as we speak, and the grand proving is under construction under the watchful eye of the Nexus Enterprise, founders of the League, and masters of entertainment. This week's episode is brought to you by Fayaway. Pesky sprites and pixies bothering your business? Use Fayaway. Storm, you took the proving test back when they were just starting. What are your memories of the trial? I don't want to sound like a broken record or anything, but back in my day, we didn't get to stand around in a coliseum. We were just thrown to the wolves. It's a test of your skill, your strength, your, your wit, and, uh... Nowadays, it's all so carefully controlled and focus-grouped. That's right. The 1,000 gold entry fee these teams are fighting tooth and nail to acquire is just to take the initiation test. You wouldn't catch me paying 1,000 gold just to get my ass uh, butt kicked. Well, those that pass the trial will become official novice-ranked teams of the League of Ultimate Questing and start the new season working to rise through the ranks and build their fan base. Those who fail will return home in shame and have to wait till next year to try again. One thing's for certain, every year we're surprised by what the new teams bring to the table. The game is ever-changing. We find the adventurers hoping to join the League of Ultimate Questing in their very tightly packed room with four feathery beds packed wall to wall, discussing their plans for the near future. Look, I hate getting mixed up in all this weirdness, but we need to find that boat. You're joining League of Adventurers? What do you mean you don't like getting caught up in weirdness? I just think we need to get our priorities in order. Anything that can lead to the money we need, I am okay with doing. But the question though, did the poisoned man have anything to do with Black Tongue or any of our quests? It is hard to say. It seems just convenient. True. Perhaps the Black Tongues would like to offer a reward for us to tell them that King Sneak has this cipher of theirs. I have another question. Uh, Des, Desi, Desimondo, uh, Delalili, the, the, the two children, the, the obnoxious idiots. Rich mm. people? You remember? Yes. Do mm. you remember what they say about which, uh, which dock they were at? Was it Sam? Was it Southern Cutlass? I think it was Southern Cutlass as well. And this says to me, I think Dart and Neck might be somehow related. Mm, you do bring up a good point. It's possible. So we have Black Tongue at two clocks. We have uh, the, the, the Doody Girls. Uh, the the, the DDs. Yes. They are at the Southern Cutlass. Uh, but uh, so far we have to wait for sword things. So maybe we go to uh, whichever one works. I'm inclined to say we need to go to those docks. Yeah, duh. I mean, let's be honest. No one here seems to be too terribly excited about the idea of dealing with the halfling. <laughs> so, would yep. you guys like to head to the Southern Cutlass here late at night, or wait till the morning? I would like. A I nap. think we should go at. Do you would like nap? Do you want a little bit of sleep? You can take a short rest if you'd like, and then you can regain some hit dice that way. Maybe I can wrap you up in the in series of furs and uh, soothe you to sleep with patting of your head. 
Mm. Yes. No. You can have nap when you have worked yourself to exhaustion. Okay? Yes, just don't okay. sleep too long. We need to get there really soon. Well, we'll say that the group has been at rest for about half an hour discussing such things. So if you'd like to roll a d12 plus your con mod, you can regain that many hit points. And that's all your hit dice for the day. <laughs> now, Mr. TM, mm-hmm. I assume that late at night at the docks there might be some people of the evening that uh, might know some things? Certainly, certainly. Uh, you, In the time you spend in town, you know that the night activity in the, the darker side of town is definitely a booming. And the group, asking directions only a couple of times, finds their way to the Southern Cutlass. Now, in Lucinelli, there are four major wharfs uh, that do trade with the outside, and one of which is the more naval and rich portion. Uh, that is called the Silver Sails, which is the one that is uh, furthest to the south. And next to that is the Southern Cutlass. Uh, then there is the Central Foil and the Northern Spadroon. Um, in that order, they basically go from nice to less nice to less nice. Um, so the Southern Cutlass is actually, while it is in the slums, it's a fairly nice wharf. There's probably where the majority of ships are docked in the city. Why do people build giant houses to float on water? This seems like a waste of time. No, there's a beautiful sense of freedom. Don't you on understand water? that? Yes, what's more freeing? Water you can drink, perhaps? Ah. <laughs> uh. And the sign of people unloading ships, even here in the dark, with lanterns to guide them, uh, hauling on gear, patching up damaged vessels, and of course, people wandering the streets, going from tavern to tavern. There's there's a few that face the docks uh, that are all quite bustling at this time of night, even after everyone else has pretty much gone to bed. This is when the ship workers get off and kind of relax for the evening, because they don't start work till later in the day. And, Does anybody uh, recall the name of the uh, dock worker who was injured? Was it Nick? Oh. Boris. Boris? Boris. We are looking for Boris. This sounds, this name sounds very good. I know Boris is in Dark Elf. I wonder, uh, wonder if he is perhaps related. This is not important. Boris, who is unloading an Alcaran vessel. All we have to do is ask who is Alcaran. So I look around for familiar, unfamiliar faces, i.e. the night people. Well, you haven't made any friends here per se, but you can recognize the people who are working the streets. Yes. And you do, in fact, see a few of them that are kind of peppered between the taverns. So as people are heading home, they might get an alluring call, like into an alley to make a transaction, and then they can get followed to their home. Mm-hmm. See if you can find out from anybody where Boris works. Indeed. That's... All right. Would you like to confront one of these individuals? Yes, I would. All right. You see, uh, looks like an older woman, probably in her mid-40s, um, but very fine figure, athletic, if anything. She might even work on the ships during the day, you might think. Uh, very well built. She has a very attractive, slightly whiting hair on the sides. Handsome face. Good good layer of makeup. Her makeup skills are on point. Eyebrows on fleek, for sure. Um, and uh, she's wearing a very low-cut kind of almost like leather work clothes, but they're, they're fairly revealing with like slits up the legs that go up very far. Um, an interesting ensemble, but definitely uh, sells itself. What can I get for you, honey? Give me a slice of them primo gams, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like you're looking for my kind of a companionship. Maybe another time, but right now we're looking for a friend of ours, maybe heard him or seen him around this... well, I've heard of a lot of hymns especially oh. in the Southern Cutlass true you got a name uh, to Boris. go with that gold coin you're gonna give me Boris I make it a gold and a half hmm. well I do know a Boris just came by here earlier. it looked like a piece of fresh hell did he have this weird frightened look on his face he looked like a beat dog do you know where he worked <laughs> that's the one with the boat <laughs> just like out of the dark alley <laughs> so... like RGM just talked there's like a shock oh, of white hair ah uh... Excuse my manners. I'm just new to the city. This is my friend. 
Well, I'm all the gladder that I don't work in doubles. Uh, <laughs> now, you've offered the coin, but I'd like to see the color of it, if you don't mind. Uh, I hand her a, a, a gold and a half, as promised. She takes it and puts it into a kind of a leather fanny pack type sash. And uh, she says, well, if you follow me, I'll take you to the ship that he was just unloading. And she takes you actually not too far from where you are, one of the main larger docks. There's a ship that's painted with a very dark red color on the outside. You can even tell in the night moonlight um, with a little bit of like fancy filigree that sort of flecked off and started to fade. Um, and it's got crates being unloaded in front of it that all have symbols carved into the side of like different what we would call mythological creatures but here they're just creatures um, <laughs> most of them have what looks like an image of a sphinx on it some of them have wyverns and a couple of them have like a large eye surrounded by smaller eyes you can tell that uh christus a little bit uncomfortable right now you're familiar with the houses of elkara too these are these are the symbols of the different noble houses that kind of control everything in the elkaran market and government um so they got shipments of all kinds of stuff that they do and there are some workers just going about it you're afraid of these symbols uh, i'm sorry we just met i feel to see how this has anything to do but okay is this place this is where he works that's the ship that he was unloading they're still working it's not a full-time gig he just unloads ships Works for the Merchant's Guild, if I remember. Okay. Do you know anything else about him? He's a nice man. Would he have done anything that would make him a target? Maybe for some brigands in town. He works real hard. Gets a lot of coin in his pocket. Okay. Mm. Nothing special. He's no high-class model, if you know what I mean. Just uh, a working boy. Thank you. Uh, uh, your name? Nope. Good night. <laughs> nope, good night. This is interesting, Yem. <laughs> and there are workers just going at it, lowering things down from gangplanks, ropes, loosening. I immediately go to one of the ones lowering ropes, asking, uh, can, I, can I help? Are uh, you on the ledger? No, but I think it'll go faster if I help. Free labor? No, I... Not quite free. I just want to ask a question or two. Is that okay? I'm working here. Can you make it quick? Your friend Boris nearly died working on this ship. I'm sure your guild wouldn't be too happy to hear that he was so seriously put in danger, yes? Boris, he's been off for over an hour. Yes, he went completely insane from neurotoxin. He comes into a bar, tries to kill me and my friend here. No, you got the wrong Boris, friend. No, I did not. He's a gentle giant. He says he hears snap as he opens cargo. He says trapped boxes. Is this common practice? Hold it there. And he takes off and you see him like go to some of the other workers and immediately like kind of raise a silent alarm. And they go from unloading the boxes to all starting to like pat them down and like search them. Whatever box Boris is working on last, this is going to be trapped. And uh, as they go through this kind of mechanical uh, routine, they seem to be ignoring any words you're putting towards them. Oh, perhaps. And one of the younger men is like, oh, I got one right here. And a couple of them go around. Like, yeah. Well, call the expert in. They have someone run off. Look, thanks for the warning. That's really nice of you. Usually this gets checked at the border, but this shipment must have gotten not the thorough inspection they usually get. This is just trickery from the Alcarans trying to fuck with our merchants guild. Sometimes they put traps in their cases and boxes. This happens constantly? No, it hasn't happened in a while because usually they catch it at the border, but I guess security's a little lax right now. How often do you see poisons like this? Poison's probably the most common. Sometimes there's uh, black mask scorpions hidden at the bottom of hay that we have vases and boxes of spices in sometimes there's just a little little tiny like metal vial that snaps and then this sticky cloud fills the air it smells like burnt band-aids and this is this is game to your people they, you just simply throw dangers at each other as, as a lark <laughs> us noble leonans don't do that kind of shit that's our car and trade that is an poison's awful, not even legal here there's an awful lot of proper nouns i do not understand but thank you for the information it's a bit of bad business from alcara he says with a spit bloody sand snakes the Karens, do they steal ships? 
Yeah. We had a ship go missing recently from one of our co-workers. Uh, not a co-worker. What is the word? What is the word? Employer. Friend? Employer. <laughs> uh, sounds like an Alcaran business, but there's not a lot of Alcaran sailors here in Lucinilli. I'll describe the ship. However, they gave it to us. Mm, I I work with the actual seabaring vessels. That sounds like a miniature yacht. Where would this? Uh, they say it launches from here, despite this not being the, uh, as you say, high class place. Hmm. I did hear something about a ship go missing a few days ago. Hmm. Where would this be? He kind of gestures you off around the side to behind where all the crates and everything are. Look, I'm pretty good friends with the wharf master here. This is hard work. You put some coins in my direction, I can ask the right people and find out where this ship went. Would you ask for coins? I try to do a good favor. I give you information. I protect your fence from uh, further injury. Roll me a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, hey, actually, uh, 17. 17? 17. 17. So despite your kind of harsh mannerisms, you're kind of rubbing him the right way. You both have obviously a rough background. That was perse- persuasion. Uh, was Sorry, say. 13. That sounded high. <laughs> oh, uh, 12. Excuse me. 12. I am so very wrong. Oh, oh. Yeah, so you, you're, I saw perception. You're not like immediately turning him off, but he's definitely not swaying from his offer of doing this for money. You are better at these things than I am. Perhaps uh, perhaps sexy man tells him words. <laughs> good words to make him feel good. The sexy man have money? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. You guys, give me five crowns. I'll get the information for you. Guaranteed. Five crowns. Is there anything we can do to lower that price? We're trying to be on our way on our quest. Only a persuasion as well. And that'll be the last persuasion you guys get against this guy. Okay. You need labor. You're one man short. Uh, that is well, like a, we said, he's already off the clock. That is a 20 I proficient. 20 total? So 15 plus 5. Yeah. Got it. You did help us out and tell us about the trapped boxes. We'll make it three. That's a deal. That's a deal. You. The only gold I have on my person is on my hair. You get nothing from me. But perhaps one of these gentlemen. Though. Take the gold coins, put it in my hand, and shake his hand. Thank you. And you notice he's missing his pinky finger when you do that. While these guys have been interacting with the dock worker, mm-hmm. I guess. Or the dock He's probably player. in charge of this whole yeah, operation the, the, here. the dock boss. Yeah. The gang boss. Haruthax has been sort of standing kind of a ways off. Didn't interact with the, with the, the lady of the evening, mm-hmm. anything. Just kind of watching what's going around and seeing if anyone's watching us, if there's anything shading going on, that kind of thing. Roll me a perception check. Okay. Uh, 14 plus mm. one. So 15. All right. Uh, you do, like I said, there's a lot of activity between the bars going on right now. Um, but you do notice what looks like a couple of uh, halflings kind of over by near the one at the front of the bars. They, they're kind of just leaning and relaxing, but they keep staring over at you guys every now and then. Okay. King Sneak might be keeping an eye on us. King Squeak. Yes. Squeak. Uh, he probably is in, is protecting his investments. Yeah, they just kind of accidentally catch your eye once or twice, but they seem like they're doing a pretty good job of feigning an unrelated conversation. Okay. Then if you have money. Uh, I think Chris kind of already rolled that bank. Yes. You know, I understand you to be the person who is, uh, as you say, a carouser. You have the rapport with people. If your rapport comes down to money, perhaps I rob you, take your money, and then I get rid of you and find somebody better. Yes. And perhaps I slit your throat. The dock workers just standing there like, yeah, that's how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Did you threaten me? No, more like a promise. You two look like good friends. I'll go talk to the wolf master. Maybe go get a drink or something. I'll find you in a little bit. Uh, at this point, Haruthax will walk up and uh, there are two halflings who are watching us. And he points over to where they are. There's no halflings there. There were two halflings who were watching us. Halflings. Mm-hmm. I nod. I don't like the short ones. This is okay. <clears throat> um, so you guys have apparently a little bit of time to kill before this individual who did not give you his name goes and uh, finds his wharf master friend. Were the halflings talking in Sorry. front of a bar? Mm-hmm. Well, you just go into that bar. Sure. Artyom, I'd like to apologize. I don't do very well when I'm cornered. Nah, this is understandable. 
you also must understand that in my country, where I come from, when somebody is threatened, they are meant to answer for the threats. Well, that's fair. Um, and you guys go into this tavern that the halflings were, quote-unquote, hanging out outside of. You did not see them. Only Herthax, being very cautious, saw them. Um, and as you go in, you see a sign hanging over the front that says, uh, Kingfisher's Galley. And it's got a, <clears throat> some kind of long-necked bird with an arched beak uh, carved into it. And as you go in, you see... There's a lot of taxidermied sea life on the walls, like all kinds of fish that you would catch out in the sea, like very large swordfish tunas. Uh, there's even like an octopus that's kind of like embossed on the ceiling that's kind of like coming out of it. Um, they're not like super good quality, but the quantity is very impressive. Um, and this place actually has a very good band, like a three-piece band with like a skinned drum and a flute and a, and a mandolin player. Um, and it's it's bumping. It's mostly dock workers. Um, there's no guards to be seen anywhere around here, but they, everyone seems to have their like cliques. They're all kind of in their own groups. One group's at the bar. One group's taken over a couple tables and pushed them together. There's some that are kind of on the dance floor. Not really dancing, but just kind of hanging out. One of the busier bars in this this district, for sure. I am extremely uncomfortable in his shows. <laughs> Frantically looking over at all the sea life and the taxidermy and all this shit. And just like, <laughs> Yeah, these are creatures you've never... This is like fucking alien. It's like a Geiger exhibit. <laughs> I, just, I just walked into, the, into a fucking Lovecraftian nightmare. And I'm just, no! <laughs> yeah. um go ahead and everyone roll me a perception check if you don't okay. mind. yeah 22 um Mm-mm. you immediately catch glance of a couple of halflings kind of tucked away behind the dance floor kind of in the corner of where the bar meets the wall i rolled a natural one this it's just too much it's yeah. the sensory, sensory overload oh man the music is just like nothing you've ever heard before and it just smells of beer and human piss which is your least favorite kind of piss <laughs> favorite um uh, yeah you immediately catch eye of a couple of halflings kind of tucked over in the corner looks like they're both sharing like some kind of cigarette i will try to surreptitiously kind of nudge him and like incline in their direction and the three of you are made aware as well that he has spotted these two are these the ones you were seeing earlier uh herthax looks at them same pair same pair herthax nods Seems interesting that he would have people be watching us also running away from us when they see them. If you wanted us to know, I suppose if you wanted to uh, protect his investment, they would be, uh, how do you say, uh, they wouldn't mind us seeing them. So why did they hide? And a tavern woman comes by, uh, pretty young, bright red hair. Um, she looks like she's maybe got some burns on the side of her face, probably from like cooking though, not like fighting or accident. Uh, anything I can get for you? Hey, yes, these two have, no, this is not appropriate. I, uh, what do people get here? What do people do here? Uh, Haruthax is totally sensory overloaded. You look very excited. Also not him. <laughs> she actually Just, snaps uh, like, four hello, ales nice. four ales, mm. four ales. When I get back, that'll be four copper. Rummages off, like, weaving deftly between people, taking up the floor space. Uh, There's no table to find. They're all pretty much claimed. <laughs> there are only two halflings at that table. Perhaps we uh, have a seat. But they're leaning against the bar, like I said. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Never mind. <laughs> Is there a, are all the people in here, like, dock workers and things? or Pretty much, yeah. You okay. think some of them might be perhaps unemployed or kind of the people who just right. go out and try so to find some work to do. Fairly swarthy. These are though. working working men, working okay. women. It's not like a it's not like a dragonborn a furbolg and a drow sidle up to the table and there's gonna be like a table that looks like they <laughs> like the record scratch. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well I was thinking I was thinking there might be some people that would like look at the party and just go, you know, we're just gonna go drink somewhere else. So They're not all humans. They a, a table. You guys definitely stand out as a little bit more outside than what's normal here, but there's like some half works. There's even like a couple goblins. Like this place sees all all creatures um so you're weird like you definitely catch people's eye but no one's like look at those guns they're just accepting some good old boys 
Um, do you guys make a move for the halflings or do you let them take on because they're going to leave soon? Ugh, yeah, I think kind of have to, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess I would. Yeah, I'm just going to go right for them. <laughs> and they, like I said, they're like sharing some kind of cigarette. The smell immediately does not smell like tobacco to you. It's mm. some something else. <clears throat> you got a problem? Why are you watching? You watch us out there. You watch us in here. Because you're ugly. This is not debatable, but <laughs> this is not enough reason. There was uglier men to watch. Not illegal to stare at ugly things. Yeah, it's quite fascinating, really. Pastime of ours. Ain't that right? Ah, that's right. You want to make something of it? I think you walked over there by yourself. <laughs> nobody else. <laughs> yeah. might, nobody else. You're, after he takes off the barmaid, yeah. comes back. You're looking. You're looking at us. <laughs> you guys each get a full like yes, and half I, liter of ale. I I after Mister Monabag. Yes, after tipping her a silver, Ooh. I I go and bring him his ale, and she finds you a table. Oh no! She goes over and she's like, "Hey, Scram! You've been here all night." Yeah. Give someone a kick <laughs> off their chair. What I would give uh, a table, to be able sir. to do that in real life. <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I go over to Artyom and hand him his ale and, and, and he's just like having a staring contest with these two sarthy little smoking halflings this little and ale I, just peeks into frame yeah. <laughs> I address these halflings uh, would you like to join us at our table? nope we got our spot and everything we're doing a job for your men the big person uh, relatively we don't work for anyone big I don't know what you're talking about king perhaps king well we all work for the king ain't that right yeah that's right we're working we're looking for a little bit of information on some people with uh, darkened tongues that you might be able to help us with he spits on the ground <laughs> I do the same <laughs> <laughs> well you're definitely in the right area to be asked about that type we assume you're uh, this uh, this person this uh, higher up individual who has uh, who wants us to find more information about these gentlemen. We hope you might be able to help. The two of them kind of like stare at some other patrons that are just kind of nearby, possibly within eavesdropping range, and they immediately like, look at them and then back away. Like these halflings actually seem to have some kind of like feared reputation around here. And they just kind of like shoulder and gesture, and the people like back away. They're like, I didn't see nothing. Well, <laughs> maybe since they're so good at looking at things, maybe they've seen a. Um... What was it, a yacht? Yes, have you seen yacht of this description? We don't go that close to the wharf workers. Sorry. This is just a good place to get a drink. We uh, work in the city, as it were. And uh, if there were people around with uh, darkened tongues, what uh, what would I want to know about them if I was trying to find about... Uh, what was it, Cypher? What was going on with that? Uh, the King, King Sneak had the Cypher, but he needs the ledger. Mm. If we were trying to find something like... Uh, administrative office <laughs> for these individuals where would we look if you had that information it'd be worth a lot of money let me tell you uh, I will ask them before they before they leave uh, her Ruth Axwell do you know uh, you watch people not the boards yes I'll say yeah that's right you see two wealthy twins they're both human weren't they the the twins yeah they come in this bar they go somewhere else Oh, I remember those two. They tried to pretend like they were workers on the dock. Ship people right off the ocean. You could smell the perfume wafting out of their asses from two blocks away. I nod. Yeah, we got them to buy everyone in the bar a drink so we didn't cut their throats. This bar. This is the bar. Everyone comes to Kingfisher Galley. Best drinks in town. Copper a liter. Copper a liter. It's not bad. <laughs> and their ship. Do mm-hmm. you know what happened to it? Not if something happened to the ship. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, oh, can, you just made my night. Can I tell if they're being genuine when they say that? Roll me an insight check. Okay. May I as well? Sure. Uh, 20. Oh, Total. No, stop. 
total. They definitely are surprised to hear that and think it's very funny. Okay. <laughs> but they definitely do remember these two people. If there was something I was trying to squeeze to get more information about the individuals we spoke of earlier, mm. who would I look for? Uh, he looks around like, well, you did you did make my night, so I'll let this one slide on the house. Uh, you want to find Regis. Regis. Yeah, he runs a wagon over at two clocks. Okay. Let's just say uh, he technically works for them, but he has a reputation for having a loose tongue and not a black tongue. Nah, very good to know. Bring some money with you. Can do. Here, have my drink. All right. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what do you know about the crew this affluent pair of twins had with them? Oh, they didn't bring a crew with them, and let me tell you, they should have. They came in by themselves, said the crew was watching their ship. Ah, uh, okay. So they just left the crew with it and the crew stole the boat. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Do you know this crew? These people who were working I with them? I didn't even hear their names. No. Uh, okay. Could have been hundreds of people. Anyone will take a job from a noble to watch a boat for a night. Do you know anybody in customs or people who check boats coming in and out? People who might be willing to have their palms greased? Uh, boy, if you want to get your palms greased for the Wharfmaster, you should probably go to the Central Foil. Mm. That's a real, real greedy Wharfmaster. But I'll tell you, go to Two Clocks. Find Regis, slip him some coin, and he'll spill the beans. Good to know. Uh, tell me, do these black tongues have a lot of association with uh, ship theft, things like this? You know, probably. I don't think it's their forte. They work in the city like we do. Fair enough. Trying to solve more problems with one stone, as you say. Look, if you find any black tongues, just give them a swift kick in the eggs for me, all right? Can do. And uh, at that, um, you all become aware after a period of time of some figure that is very familiar, the man who was working at the docks, like, looking around, like, oh, there you are. Yeah, I got a little information for you. Uh, turns out someone paid the wharfmaster a very sweet bit of coin to look the other way while they just sailed the ship off with the crew. They, they got on board, they talked to the crew, and they just took off. Wasn't any kind of, th I mean, I guess it was theft, but boy, it was pretty elegant, if you ask me. So somebody who is not crew mm -hmm. gets on ship with crew. Yep. And then ship disappears. All he told me was that he was dressed real nice. He'd real been nice. pretty deep in the brown bottle, though, so we didn't remember too much. Hmm. But he got a lot of money out of it. And that means overtime for all of us dock workers, and that's okay. Um, Sorry I don't got more for you, but uh, the Wharfmaster has about as many friends as I got fingers, so you are, pick the right one. Are the halflings still there when I turn around? Or they, have they... They're in the bar, but they're okay. kind of off now. They're kind of meeting with some more friends. Okay. Just, they genuinely came here to have fun, but okay. they did go outside and stare at you for a while. All right. I'll, I'll sort of slide back up to them, and I'll ask... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the rich people you saw. Yeah. Were they the only two rich people you saw? No, we get rich people in here all the time. People who own boats. People who want to pretend like they're mixing in with the regular people. Anybody very well-dressed who might have stolen a ship? But it's pretty vague. <laughs> okay. Well-dressed people do not tend to want to steal ships. They probably own their own ship, sounds like. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. I wonder if the DDD is... Don't, don't sneak up on people. That's... You're creepy. I, I, I close my nictitating membranes. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, did Des Desmond and Delilah, did they have last names? Yes. Uh, their last name is Salvedon. And uh, really one last quick question. Does the Salvedons have enemies? Yeah, I imagine they got some enemies. They're one of the top textile exporters in this region. And the who specifically? I don't think they got any, any trouble with the guilds or the local, you know, the black tongues. <laughs> I think the merchants and the thieves' guilds work pretty hand in hand here in Lucinelli. But uh, I bet there's some Alcarans that don't like the competition they have. I wonder where, these, I wonder where they bought the shipment of Alcaran goods came from. Hmm. Perhaps if they have some association with somebody in town, might be a link. Yeah, it probably came from Den Mazir. 
Demizir? Well, it's the capital. That's where all the trade ships from Alcara come from. There's not a lot of cities in Alcara. Mostly desert. What a shithole. <laughs> this is good. I like this. I love to see the shithole. <laughs> that said, the city they got... Fuck of a nice city. You ever seen the uh, the patchwork spires? Take your breath away. I've seen nothing, as you can probably tell. That's actually pretty smart in this town to have seen nothing. I'd stick with that. I'll remember that. So the night winds down and you've gotten your information and the bar seems to be kind of slowly dispersing back to their homes. Um, and at this point now, it's probably the equivalent of like 4.30 in the morning. Like, yeah, you okay. guys have been up all day. Well, on to two clocks, more conversation, more people to talk to. Uh, uh, exhausted. Yeah, you would probably guess that the two clocks market isn't open at this time. And it's not open. Ugh. Fan. I will stop working. So, we will uh, follow you guys back to the room where you guys immediately pass out. Artyom probably takes a while to take in the thoughts and sights of the new thing. Sleeping like an elf does. Lazy teammates just <laughs> snoozing away. <laughs> and now for a word from our sponsors. Well, howdy, adventurer. Y'all look hungry from a long day of questing. Or put down the dry rations and get yourself to darn good grub's full plate diner. It's an all-you-can-eat dwarven smorgasbord. We got more braised boar and beef brisket than you can beat with a battle axe. Get our new mega flagon of dwarven ale. Now available in 64 ounces. And kid sizes. Leave your good berries for the elves. And come on down to darn good grub's full plate diner. Come hungry, leave encumbered. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, it's Law and Zach again. Time for the real ads. Orcs, Orcs, Orcs is a Portland-based Dungeons & Dragons pop-up led by Tavern Master and Portland Chef Anthony Caffiero. Join the Orcs team each month as their group of unique professional Dungeon Masters brings to life a special theme of the month paired with craft cocktails and great food. Great for beginners or veterans. Visit OrcsOrcsOrcs.com to find out about upcoming events and purchase one-of-a-kind published adventures from the archives like Ian World Review Down the Hole and the high-blazing fantasy adventure of Where is Wizard Hut? Buy your tickets now because they go fast. They really do go fast. I've been a couple of times myself. I'm coming this Monday. Um, I've had an amazing time every time. And honestly, I spend more on just getting amazing food. And this comes with an unbelievable experience from some of the best GMs, one of which might include Law. Shh. They're all very talented. Though. They're all very talented. Um, and yeah, it's it's just a great experience. And I really look forward to going again. Highly recommend it. Visit orcsorcsorcs.com. Follow the team on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Orcs, orcs, orcs. Roll dice, get drunk, have fun. Lots of folks these days move at a high speed. They keep their character sheets on tablets. And they roll 2d4 when drinking a healing potion. Well, call me old-fashioned. But here at Domain Farms... We make our healing potions the way they did in the good old days. Sure, 1d8 ain't quite as rewarding as 2d4. That's the way our daddy made them. And that tradition lives on with us. Ain't that right, Scraps? <laughs> Domain Farms. Old-fashioned 1d8 healing potions. You know it'll last if it's cured.
the morning you awaken, uh, there is breakfast and coffee being served downstairs. It costs a copper to get in on that buffet, but it's pretty good. And uh, once again, the handlebar mustached half-elf is just like buzzing away like a bee, getting everything done. You think he's cooking, serving, and cleaning like all at the same time. This guy's just a service industry powerhouse. I love this uh, this dark juice. This, this hot dark juice is very good. I do not understand why we did not have it back in the drag and draw. Coffee? Da, the coffee, yes, it's amazing. Finest coffee from Alcara. I don't know Alcara from anywhere else, but this is very good. I work 16-hour days. This would have been nice. <laughs> um, is there anything you'd like to do in the tavern before you head to the two clocks? You guys woke up a little late, so you're thinking they're probably open by now. Probably about like 10 a.m. equivalent. 10 bells, as it were. I think we should go to the market. Is Boris down at the buffet? No, he hasn't been around. Okay. I'll see and keep it where Boris is. He's probably still sleeping. No? Yeah. Had a hell of a night. When he gets up, tell him have lots of food, especially fatty foods. And to take more rest, even if he doesn't want to. I'll do it. Thank you. And uh, as you leave, the city is absolutely bustling. Like, you guys are leaving from the Barrow uh, blocks, uh, which are, again, on the kind of darker side of town. Um, but there are so many ships that if you were to stand on the wharf, like, you could hardly see the ocean. It's just sails mm. everywhere. And as you pass through, there are a couple marketplaces in town, the largest one being the uh, Five Guild Square, which is massive, and it's in the nice district of town. The... Two clocks is much smaller. It's almost like a big wide alley. And as you approach, you see what looks like a clock tower built to the north and one to the south that are both just dilapidated. They were built probably decades ago and they have not been in repair. Neither of them have the accurate time showing on them. Um, They're just paint peeling away, uh, bricks falling out. Uh, But there, rested underneath their shadows, is a pretty bustling little market. Lots of open booths, uh, big wagons that have lots of produce boxes stacked in front of them. There's a tall female blacksmith just like hammering away at an open forge out in the street. And the one thing you notice most of all is a very large group of horses um, being led in. They're all kind of tethered together, very tame and well-controlled. And it looks like there's probably just an import of horses came in that people are all gathered around to purchase. So that seems to be the big market activity of the day. And they look like they're very nice steeds. I don't know how many of you would have known, probably just you two know anything (laughs) about horses, if anything. Um, There's some kind of weird hooved wolves that are you know, uh, this is very confusing for, um, for the podcast law pointed at uh, oh yeah uh, we're, we're talking to Christ and Arvid are probably the only two that have dealt with a lot of horses before Arvid's quite excited to see horses they're pretty pretty nice horses these are definitely city horses but they're uh, I'm just baffled by the idea that people get on animals that they could be eating <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, I mean, say that. Why do people get on animals that are perfectly good for eating? It's a little gamey. It is gamey. It is faster. <laughs> it's faster? It is faster. Yeah. Four legs, two legs. Yeah, speed is loud. Loud to draws the attention of the things in the dark. I look at your scale mail. <laughs> and just. I actually, I was going to say I raised my eyebrows. I have an alligator face. I don't think I have eyebrows. You have a crest that could probably yeah, 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 descend I, and lower. I, I look quizzically at you, whatever that means for a dragonborn. I also like to picture your eyelids closed sideways for some reason. Yeah. Or yeah. you have two of them like the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but business is bustling here. It looks like no one here is very wealthy, but they've come to get their daily vegetables. Um, there's a large array of like fresh like tomatoes. You know, to the north of Lucinelli, there's a ton of farmland, the Lucidian Acre. Um, so this is actually a fairly large agricultural town as well as a port city. Um, and another thing that catches your eye is like obviously far away from the horses. Um, there's another kind of open tent with sort of a, a mini fence erected around it um, with a series of like unusual animals all just kind of like tethered and wandering around. There's like all breeds of like different kinds of goats, 
um, things that are not very dangerous. Is it a petting zoo? It's kind of like a petting zoo, um, but there's also a large cage with a very big, some kind of feline, a huge, like, wide shoulders with, like, brown and white stripes, and it has two <sighs> tails that kind of lash behind it, and it has a very long, wide mouth. And it seems fairly docile, but it's just sort of like pacing back and forth. And like little kids are like, mommy, look at the monster. And there's a man just kind of like letting kids like pet the goats and things like that. There's like birds, all kinds of different colors. This Not is tall. petting the cat monster, probably. No one gets near the cat. It's in a yeah. very secure cage. Um, but you see like these kind of long necked birds with these like big dragging tails that are kind of pink and curly. Uh, just a, a whole menagerie of bizarre animals. And uh, yeah, you guys are at the Two Clocks Market at pretty much noontime. Did the little persons say where Regis would be found? Anybody? Mm. They didn't. This is not very helpful. Uh, maybe we should split up and um, go uh, look around for Regis. I can look over there with the animals. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll point at one of the merchants mm -hmm. uh, closest to us. Sure. And, and I'll just say, you there. I am looking for the merchant Regis. You're looking for Regis? Oh, <laughs> well, uh, he's not in the best mood today, but he's just over there towards the uh, the southern clock tower. I turn and I look at Arvid and go, and just point. This is far faster than I anticipated. It's away from the uh, from the animals. I, I understand. <laughs> it's actually the furthest from the animals, and then it's horses, and then it's the direction you're going. We finish work quickly. Then you maybe go pet animals. And as you guys walk past, there's a, a large, like, rotund half-orc who's, like, selling these, like, tomatoes and pumpkins and squash and things, who seems to be in charge of most of the produce in the area. And then there's the woman who's just, like, hammering away at all of these swords. She has, like, a rack of completely identical long swords that she's just, like, pounding away on. And uh, down at the end, like, kind of in the deepest part of the shadow of the southern clock tower, there's what looks like used to be sort of like a an open side wagon um, that's part of it's like caved in and instead of like everything's like taken out of it and is erected into like a little store in front of it with boxes and a makeshift counter and there's a figure behind it who's like counting things out in little tiny like leather bags and just like spitting and cursing older sides of his head shaved off like he's trying to maybe look younger but he's definitely very leathery and aged kind of long yellow corn chip fingernails and gnarly looking corn chips corn chip. <laughs> I, I paint a pretty picture don't I <laughs> look like Fritos yeah. <laughs> no what are they bugles bugles yeah, like just he's doing the, he has some kind of delicious crunchy fingernails sponsored by Frito-Lay <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I think this is the Regis we're looking for. And he's actually, I'll just say to Grosio, he's like eating berries and just like sucking them oh, off no. his fingers. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. No. So, no. so his corn chip fingers are stained a little bit. Yeah, they got like blueberry stains yeah, under them. So you know, I don't think I want to do this quest anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to lay down and die. <laughs> and when he sees people coming, he like tries to like range like he's actually open for business and sort of erect himself. Hail and well met. What are you selling? I'm selling reagents. I'm Regis, and these are my reagents. Ah, it's funny. It's a pun. Yeah, it's a good joke, isn't it? It's very good. Did, mm. did you pick reagents because of your name, or...? It's kind of a family thing. I think maybe I was named Regis because the family dealt with reagents. I don't complain. It's kind of good for business. I'll take the blow dart thing and just stick it into... Does he have a table that he's Yeah, he's like a, it's like two concrete bricks with like a board laid across okay. them. Okay, I'll, I'll kind of stick it point down into the wood. And uh, he rummages for a pair of like really thick Coke bottle like spectacles and leans in really close. And I advise caution. Ooh, that's a bit of fancy work. Oh, I like the hooks on it. 
It might get real tricky. Get out, wouldn't it? The uh, subject of this particular poison was uh, thrown into blind rage. Have you heard of anything like this? Mm, that's a fair bit of bad business, too. Sounds out Karen. That is what we suspect. Yeah. But you wouldn't know it by name, or who might have bought it recently? Oh, I wouldn't deal with such things. That's illegal. Mm. <laughs> kind of reveals a very bad poker face. <laughs> and I assume such things would be bought behind closed doors, and outside of the earshot of perhaps guilt members. He kind of narrows his eyes and says, I don't have closed doors anymore. Those ruffians came and broke my wagon. What ruffians? A bunch of young snot-nosed shitlickers. I don't even think they were part of any group. Just shitty kids trying to make some money. Hmm. I think they thought I, well, <laughs> they didn't get to my good stuff, but I think they knew it was there. I've said too much. <laughs> I hear you have some friends that aren't so friendly anymore. Oh, boy, we're doing this, are we? <laughs> he kind of, like, looks around. Yes. You, you caught me on a real bad day. Maybe we can make the day better for you. I'd like that very much. I know you're probably thinking of money, but perhaps you would rather have their possessions returned to you after we find these supposed ruffians? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Tell me what. If uh, these possessions are out there, they're being used right now, I'm positive. Fair enough. Well, let's just say I was supposed to have some protection from these kinds of activities from a certain group of very expensive ruffians who watch the market and make sure people like me don't get this done to them, and they didn't do it. And you paid them for this? Oh, I pay them every quarter. Twice last quarter, because I was behind. Interesting. Hmm. And you don't think these ruffians belong to this group you asked for protection? No, they weren't professionals. Just kids. Any thoughts? I'm looking at the rest of the group. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) You want to buy some ragins? I got some real good stuff. If we're already this deep down the rabbit hole, I can tell you about the real good stuff. We are looking to solve several problems that will allow us to get a fair amount of coin. Once we have this, obviously you would be our first choice for reagents. But that doesn't mean... Not looking for a sponsorship? You're not a team. Mm. Do we not look like a team? No. Yeah, you look in the view crystal. You see a large uh, kind of strange blue oh. giant person. You see you see interesting uh, dragon person. You are see you sexy a, man. Are you trying to be a team for the LUQ? We are indeed. I love the LUQ. Good. I watch it every night with me wife. Good. Haruthax's mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> eyes just glance down at his fingernails <laughs> and then just imagine his wife. <laughs> <laughs> I've been rooting for the Ivory Lions. Tell you what, you give us some help, maybe we give you a shout out, increase business. Well, you're not really a team yet, are you? Oh, you're just kind of some mm-hmm. blokes. Duh. Will, tell me more about these ruffians. Uh, uh, they just came in the night, and I heard there was a ruckus going on in the market, so I came down from my home, quick as I could, and I just caught the tail end of them taking off. Probably six of them. Teenagers, Teenagers. give or take. Anywhere where teenagers, young people tend to spend time? Oh, I wouldn't know. There are a lot of things you do not know. I don't know what the kids are doing these days. But maybe you could tell us who you usually pay for your protection. Maybe we can find out why they had the lapse in judgment. I see what we're doing here. Tell you what, if you do buy some reagents, I'll give you a real good deal, especially since he's trying to get on the LUQ. Maybe I give you a little information about those particular groups that ain't doing the job they're supposed to. He looks over it. He looks over (laughs) at Chris. And for an extra coin... I'll tell you what that's called. He drops it back to the table. Does anybody have any uh, money? 
no. I will pay you double out of our pot. You look like a type who could use some good reagents. I've got herbs and mushrooms from all over the kingdoms. Mushrooms? Oh, yes. Um, Haruthax will kind of, like, look at... It's all, like, like alchemical reagents. The stuff that's out here is, like... Like, spell components. Like, like cantrip bullshit. But you're pretty sure he's talking about some real good stuff in the Okay. Um, I do not need this simple components you sell well if you want stuff like this but better i can help you make it do you have any herbs from what was the name of the world that the dragonborn came from before they landed on this one? Oh, um you would know that he wouldn't know it was like literally another dimension like okay. they, they were planar refugees okay um I so can send you info on that. Between it's not games. like common like knowledge. Like this is a not really exotic plant. It's from another dimension type thing. Correct. Okay. But I'll send you all the details on that between games. So you okay. have just the, the, the verbiage. How much, inf- how much uh, coin are you looking for for these reagents? Oh, I suppose I could give it up for six gold. <gasps> I'll give you. And he goes in the back and like rummage. He doesn't even have to like open a door. It's just like ripped open. And he gets out a little like wooden case. He says, these... These are called Widow Helms. They can be turned into some of the nastiest unguents you could ever hope to have in your skin. Burns like fire, doesn't wash off. Consume it, eats right through your stomach. It's nasty. But if you mill it down and cut it enough, microdose, get you high off your fucking head. Very versatile little fungus, this one. If anybody is willing to spot me the money, (laughs) I will happily pay you back double later. We are in this for long haul, as you say. Hyruthax doesn't have it. I have I have zero money, right? Yeah, and I have zero. Yeah, I've got class. I have I have four gold, but I suppose I could. Um, I won't be able to get breakfast. <laughs> well, we had breakfast at the buffet already, technically. But what about second breakfast? Well, let's yeah. let's what talk about, about what your breakfast? let's talk about what your plans is. As soon as we find out who you typically pay your projection to, we will go and maybe pay them a visit. We are looking for some information. He kind of like licks his lips, like I think you know who. I get it. Do, do your character say that? I, I can see that. It's, it's, it's an in character. I get it. I begrudgingly give my compatriot some gold. <laughs> I wide smile on my face. Thank you. You have many things. Thank and you. he gives you two pretty good sized doses of what's called Widow's Helm. And he says, This is an Alcarin drug called Banshee Fire. Spurns your mind away if it gets stuck in you. Speaking of which. Is he t- he's talking about the dart? Yeah. Okay. Now. These boys you're looking for? Anything in particular? Any names? We are, uh, well, we are looking for the ledger. The ledger? <laughs> yeah. Or at least those who might know its location. Oh, everyone's heard of the ledger. i never seen it, but, uh, I hear tell that if you go into the sewers under the rot ward and look for the eclipse, find the full moon, you might be able to find the ledger. Eh? Sewers under rot? Old Regis keeps his ear to the ground. Old Regis knows things. But, you gotta promise... If you find some of them, you fucking kill them. I think I can manage this. Can you tell me your little poem again? Go to the sewers under the rot ward. Look for the eclipse. You'll find the full moon. This is very interesting. Are there any kind of symbols on currency? Or like the... Yes. What a, what a gold coin stamp? Uh, the gold coins have what's a very strange like mythological carving of a dragon on them, actually. Okay. And um, The silver has a crown wrapped around it. And uh, the copper and gold are just called pips and dedus. But at that... Um, there is a very loud noise from the northern end of the Two Clocks Market. It sounds like, uh, at first, someone just screams, not like a shriek, but more like a, hey! And then uh, the sound of thundering hooves starts stampeding through the marketplace. And you look up and you see something has caused these horses to go into a frothing panic. 
and they start to stampede down the alleyway towards the end of the marketplace. Where and we are. Is, were they um, that's where, where tied up is. single file? Uh, looks like there's some of them have been unlatched and they are still latched. Some of them are still latched together while they're... No, they're like side to side. Side just, to side. They're just a big netty mess. And right now they're frothing and stampeding and heading towards you. I and draw that, my sword and shout, this is why I do not ride horses. And that is where we will wrap up. Hey guys, Lon Zach again. We wanted to personally thank all of our voice actors. We've got Sam Frost, who's voicing Arvid. We've got uh, Michael Loving, who's voicing Harthax. Alante Barakat, who's voicing Chris. All these guys have been amazing. I also really want to thank our sponsors again. You guys are amazing, and we we personally support all of our products that we that we endorse. Um, but more than that, I also really want to thank Law. His work as a GM is unbelievable, and you guys don't even know half of the behind-the-scenes work he does, so thank you. We're very excited to be working on this new adventure. Thank you for joining us thus far, and we can promise you that things are just going to get more and more exciting. As the team actually finds their way onto the League of Ultimate Questing, you're going to get more fake commercials, you're going to get more fun intros with Kip and Storm, and the action is going to just go through the roof. You guys can follow rosters and find out the scores of the teams and learn more about the world itself. That's true, and we're going to be releasing every single Monday, preferably in the morning where possible. Uh, we'll be releasing on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcast, and we'll even be releasing on our YouTube channel. So visit us at slapdashstudios.com. You can check out our YouTube channel to like and subscribe, see our Let's Play videos, uh, learn more about the League of Ultimate questing, and learn about the characters and the players. And as always, we wish you luck.